1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, and along with my co-host and all-around partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, we are the co-founders of TheLeveragists.com and Divisio.com. That's D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. We're putting lifestyle back in business through leverage. We have a fantastic show lined up for you guys today, one that I've been looking forward to for weeks now. Hi, how are you
2: guys? I'm Rosana Tejo, and I'm calling from New York. How are you guys doing? We are great. great. Okay, good. So, um, basically, I'll give you a little bit of my background. I was born in Peru, South America. I lived there until the age of nine. And then, like any other uh, immigrant uh, parents, they wanted better for their kids. They migrated to the United States. They brought me here to New York, and I basically lived all my life in New York. Uh, for I'm 32-year-old now, 32 female, and uh, and then I went to schooling because that's what usually they tell us to do, like the best thing to do is to get an education, which I am 100% I agree. So I went to school here in New York. Um, I major in radiologic technology, so I'm a supervisor for this big hospital in New York City. I currently still work with them, but um, I think I I did, uh, like I submitted in my bio, basically it tells, I wanted something more for me because uh, life circumstances led me to uh, have a moment of sadness, and I was a bit, uh, I got into depression, I was severely depressed. Um, I felt like I needed to find something else other than, although I love my career, other than just being locked in a box like a cage, I wanted to be out in the wilderness because my grandmother comes from the mountains, and I wanted to be there. So I needed to find a way whether I could uh, have a lifestyle that would allow me to do that and also to heal my sadness. So I ran into nature, and then I actually was trying to figure out a system where it would allow me to uh, be out there in the wilderness and also have some way to support my lifestyle and support also my family. I do care like 100% about my family. So I ran online and I hopped online and I found that everybody was kind of like, you know, uh, making uh, money online doing things about either we're doing internet marketing or investing. So I wanted to get a hold of that and I got that. I was very fortunate that I affiliated myself with the company. And I just, like, took off really fast, implementing a lot. I mean, it was a lot of hard work. It was not easy. But I got to say that it, it's been worth a worthwhile journey. And currently, I don't work as an energy supervisor. I only do per-dm shifts. So I was able to, quote, unquote, to retire at the age of 32 from the corporate world. So now I do work, but I work for myself. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's been an amazing awesome. journey and very empowering because I English is my second language. I am a female, and I like you guys. I'm not sure there's not a lot of online females online marketers out there in the world, and I am stepping up for the females and also for the Latin community to the, to say that anything is possible. Honestly, like I it, I was just in Walt Disney I think two weeks ago for a seminar because I'm also a motivational speaker. I'm one of the top female speakers. I love motivating people, but just to be in Walt Disney Walt Disney was so amazing how a mind can create such a big vision and actually bring it to fulfillment. It was being in there. It was very empowering to say that anything, it is possible. And I know it sounds like cliche, but if you don't live it, you don't feel it. You're not going to create it. And everything that we have and we hold came from our mind. So, that gives me a lot of power to keep moving forward. Because for me, this is just the beginning because there's a lot to do in this world. Well, years
1: ago, wow. Napoleon Hill said, what the mind of man can conceive and believe, the mind of man can achieve. And you're living proof of it. Yeah, it is, it's It's
2: very, it, it's like two years, three, actually, three or four years from now, I was actually sitting in a hospital with IV lines on my arm to think, my mind had to shift 180 or 360 in order for me to become the person I am now but I like I said that weakness became my strength and although I was very sad and depressed in the hospital for a bit I actually turned that into something great because uh it's one thing that I'll share like going into the wilderness it actually allowed me to create a big uh, hiking group and actually not just brought me to the wilderness and get ourselves out of the ordinary thing. It brought other people that were also struggling, so I also have a community of hikers. So I created something big out of that, too. So, honestly, we can turn anything. There's no excuses to say, well, we are limited in money or we are limited in things. It's The only limit is in our head, you know. Once we step out of the box, and even money, because we say, well, we don't have money, well, you can get money, go to the bank, or you can ask the parent, or you can ask. We Sometimes we just assume that the answer is always no, so we don't even try, you know.
0: So, yeah. You don't seem to be somebody who ever assumes the answer is no. <laughs> That's awesome. It's almost too hard to know where to begin. I think um, you mentioned the company. Uh, can you can you tell people a little bit more about the company that you're working with, so they know, you know, kind of what it's about and and what you do with them a little bit more in detail.
2: Sure. Like So, like I said, my, most my background comes from the medical field, and then I'm passionate about nature. I only knew about online or Facebook, social media. That's the regular stuff that we know. I didn't know that you can actually make money. I mean, I heard of it, but I did not know how. So one day I just hopped online, and then I saw a little ad for an invitation of a live workshop that we do. It's an affiliate, affiliated educational marketing company. Uh, I can say the name, right? I'm not sure if I can. Yeah, um, sure. But yes, you oh, can. Oh, okay. So it's it's the uh, mine online business educational company. It stands for it's M O B E as Mob. So I am affiliated with them. I'm actually a business partners with them. And I went into the workshop and I heard uh, strategies and how you can actually make commissions while. Um, educating yourself on affiliated marketing. Basically what you're doing is you're promoting an educational system. So let's say if you have a company already or a product that you want to market out there, but back in the days we used to go knocking door to door and ask people, well, do you want to buy my product or do you want to go there? That was the old school way. Now we are into the online world or we have the social media world where you can market there more easily without even seeing the customer. Yes. So, and so that's the way we do it. So we basically market to people that have the product, so they can get it to other bigger uh, audience. Or if you don't have a product, you can affiliate, become an um, an affiliate with this company, Mobe and then promote the educational system to other marketers out there in the world. So it's basically an educational program program that allows you to earn, uh, learn while you earn money. So you're uh, learning how to promote whether it's a product or at the company itself, and they make commissions by referring. Let's say, like, I wanted to become a doctor, and I'm looking for the school, and you already have a school. So I ask you, hey, can you, uh, you know, can you refer me to a school? And then you refer me to that school, and because you were the person that referred me, the school will contact you and say, hey, the tuition costs amount, this amount of money, and from that percentage you get it because you brought that person in there. So that's basically all you have is basically just bring that person in there. There's nothing else that you have to do. Your job is to promote the educational program, and then you get a commission. So i seen that this company is, has a done-for-you system, which was great because I was still working when I joined. I was working over 100 hours, very limited time. I did not have time for that. But one of my key things about in life is to invest in a mentor, and that's what I did because, once again, my time was very limited. So I invested in a mentor, a younger man that actually had been in with this company for over two years, and he was already, like, on the top of his game. So I invested in him. He taught me what his skills was doing, and I implemented that. Uh, sometimes I would stay from 12, uh, 10 at night all the way to 1 o'clock in the morning trying to learn this new system. Because at the beginning and any business, you got to learn, and you got to put in the work. You know, if it's easy comes, easy goes. you got to put in the work. So I did that, and right. actually – investing in that mentor help me to speed up my game in that company yeah
0: awesome so, yeah. so you could go under the title of super affiliate you're you're uh, totally living the affiliate lifestyle and you're free correct. to uh, be in the wilderness and do the things you want and work from wherever you want so that's uh, goal achieved
2: goal achieved call goal, goal be gone because um, I remember um, uh, I mean, uh, it's just crazy because uh, even like the directors in my hospital say, how do you, how are you able to work a full time, run your own business, and then go out there and do public speaking and motivate people? I Obviously, like, because one thing I did, I'm like, I asked if I could do it, and I make things work around my schedule, and I it's it's so empowering that being able to travel so many countries like this year, I've been to, uh, and I'm in one. I just came back from Cabo, Mexico. And I'm gonna to go to Peru on Saturday and spend my New Year's and my uh, Christmas there because I'm very thankful. Everything has my life has changed so much, and now I'm able. Now is the time where I'm wanna build a system where I'm able to give back to my family first more and because they've been there throughout my whole life, and then also to give back to my people in Peru and also empower women out there. I'm, yeah, because I feel like we are always on the sideline. We
0: have to step up our game. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, a lot of listeners of the show um like most people when they come online, they get advice that's very common. Like you need your own website, you need your own products and services, you need to develop all that stuff. You already said that there was if that was the deal, you were out because you had a 100-hour a week job. Right. There was no way. Yeah. No.
2: No, there was no way you, because yeah, and I was very fortunate to run into the mob company because, like I, I, then I, you do need to have all the stuff that the people say that is right. If you're, like I always say, like don't make me, don't make me, uh, don't make me walk when I could fly, you know. Because the system was already in place. They had the wholesale team that they will close the sale for you. All you have to do is promote uh, via any media you can, or even if you want to do old school mail or radio, you can do it. As long as you get these people into, we have so many products, there different types of, I guess you can call it school um, programs that they you know, they can learn. But the ones that I was promoting at the time, or the ones that I was marketing is the live workshop because I feel like one-to-one human interaction people are up to understand better what the company is about and see if they want to invest and move forward and create their own business. So this company was already said they had the whole team of live events team and from there they had the people that close, and then they have live coaches as well. They have coaches after the person makes an investment. They have coaches there that they'll help them to create their own business from themselves and help them set up their online page, their marketing. So most of the time it's a done for you thing. So that was very, it worked out best for me and I'm very blessed that I ran into this opportunity because it actually changed my life and, and it's And so much, like I said, it's just the beginning for me.
0: Awesome. Well, of course, the next question is always in our circle (laughs) that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you didn't build a a website, I mean, I know that you've got a system through Moog but Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people think that you need to have a site, you need to have all those things in order to generate traffic for an opportunity, uh, but you didn't. I mean, you you just came straight into the affiliate thing. And so that kind yeah. of makes you a little bit of a unicorn around here because everybody here has built their own stuff, their own products or services. And they have the exact same need that you did and still probably do, and that is to draw people to the things that you're excited about, like this opportunity, this education. And they're probably very curious right now as to how you drive people's attention on such a noisy, noisy Internet with so many choices of, like, advertising and, and, uh, and setting up groups and, and all of that kind of stuff? How did you choose what to do, and what what is it generally that you're doing to draw attention to what you want people to pay attention to?
2: Well, first thing, um, there's, th- there's different media that you can put yourself out there. Um, now, how do you stand out versus the mass? crowd right because they might have similar stories we all have a journey that we live my thing uh with the whole online business company like i when i market myself i tell i keep it raw and original it's me and this is what i get i talk about my story and i connect to the people because if you tell somebody come and if you the way i market i market through mostly facebook uh paid advertisement i put in my Mm -hmm. lifestyle Tell a little bit of my story, and I connect to the people. Uh, I don't use raw pictures; I use pictures of myself, um, and I tell basically a little bit of my journey, how I was struggling mentally, uh, physically, and just like everything that I was going through my life. And then I invite them to the workshop. So, in, in essence, I believe that either whether, even though we live in an, an online marketing, we have to connect be a human humanity, like human to human. So people are more relatable when you are you, instead of you putting out there and be like, well, I'm rolling with five cars. You might attract a different crowd, but not uh, most people that want to invest in your company. So that's, I think that is the way I stick around. Um, Like I said, um, most of my stuff, I talk about myself and my passion for nature and just uh, going out there and empowering people.
0: So, Yeah. That's really nice. cool because that's what they that's what they say you should do. But I don't think a lot of people believe it because it doesn't seem like a lot of people actually do it. Like you're really doing what you say and you're successful. Yeah, I, and there's a, there are a lot of people who ha, are examples like you, but I still don't know if I see an awful lot or the number that I would expect of people doing the same. I see a, a lot of people doing the tricky stuff or maybe they're scared to put themselves out there too much and they – they kind yeah. of make some things up or they leave a buffer, but that also makes a big gap between you and your audience because that connection isn't being made, right?
2: Correct, correct. I always want to speak say we got to remember, although we are sitting in front of the computer, there is another heart beating in the other side, trying to get out of the routine that they are not happy about. So I always say remember how you felt when you started your business and always remember your why. Work from the inside. You know, I always re- refer to the Apple. Apple company is such an amazing company, and we have to uh, follow them because they work from the inside. They talk about their why. Why did they start that company? They don't say we want to get rich by selling computers or, this co- or this other you know, uh, mechanical stuff. We say we want to empower people and challenge the status quo to make something better. So I always say, what did you want to do? You did not just want to get rich. Getting rich is just a moment. It's a monetary thing, but what is what is rich going to bring you to your life? What kind of feeling and emotion is going to get to you? So when you write or you post out there or you invite somebody, go from there. Work from in, outside. And then that's when you connect to people and then people like say, hey, this is real and this is not a scam or this is not going to take my money and run. you know. But you're always going to get the other side as well. But the thing is that you'll buffer and you'll get the people that actually want to fight for their dreams. And a lot of people are very skeptical because I feel like although they are scared to fail, I think they're more scared to be successful because they never know what success is. So they also become through a lot of responsibility. So they stop themselves right there and they say, Well, um, what is what what is what is that gonna mean for me? Do I need to be responsible enough for a whole team? Am I gonna do-? so it's it's just things that they get to the heads and then just don't don't move forward, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think um and I suffered from this early on in my career. Uh I I would I would have a hundred people saying, This is really awesome, thank you for doing this, I love your course, I love your book, blah 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 mm-hmm. and then one person out of a hundred would say mm-hmm. something like as simple as I didn't get my download and I'm really mad and I want a refund or or right. and I I would focus on one out of a hundred people and determine the health of my business based on that one person. And uh, I learned to overcome that, but it it wasn't easy for me. And I wonder how many people have trouble because I'm sure you, you don't let that stuff affect you. You don't let the the people who are negative and everything, you you obviously don't let that affect you because you're still doing it. But a lot of people, they give up on their business because they can't handle that and they let the one out of 100 complainers or negative people dictate whether they even stay in business or not. So, what would be your advice to people to help adjust for that so that they're not blown away by one negative comment out of 10?
2: Okay, so that's funny because I do, like I said, I do pay uh, Facebook advertisement. Whenever you make a post, a social media post, you get your that oh, yeah. whatever God desires or whatever is in their mind, right? Um, so I get a lot of comments at the beginning when I was first starting, oh my god, like if somebody says something, I will like have the baddest day ever. Like that was my, my day is ruined. I'm like I'm mm. not gonna be successful in this business. Now look, now moving forward, now fast forward to now, I get this comments. like one time I saw this person say, Well, if you get if you will get pregnant and get married, maybe you wouldn't be begging for money online. So it's such a thing that you get oh. people saying and it's, it's funny so I do I live like this uh, I read a lot of books so I train my mind to become mentally strong when it comes to this because we're humans we're going to get affected and usually we tend to get affected by the negative more than the positive so I found this word I'm not I'm not sure if you're allowed to say it it basically is how to become Um, one of the uh, people say it. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say
0: that word on the radio but un, un, unethical
2: yes that is correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unequitable. We'll go with that.
2: Uh, okay, so that's the word. So basically, and I also speak on that on stage because I tell them you will get the negative people. So basically, that means that you're mentally strong that you don't allow those negative things. They will say it. They will come from the person that sleeps next to you. meaning your partner might say, "Hey, that's a scam. You're you're done. Like that, you're gonna go downhill." So you got to become in a way to protect your energy so you don't allow that to come inside of you. But at the same time, you got to also not wait for somebody to compliment you all the time and tell you you're doing the great thing. That's great, but you should know that you are doing the great thing because you're following your heart and you're moving forward. So you have to have a state of mind where you are zen, where nothing comes in and nothing comes out. Just you and focus. Focus on what you're doing, you know? I think that word really yeah. empowered empowered. And I was like, all right, I'm the girl. <laughs>
0: so so you know what it's like you you went through in the beginning and it really hit you hard and and yeah i mean when you said when you put ads out there on the on facebook or anywhere and it's got comments i mean you are opening yourself up and i think a lot of people don't i don't know how many people in in facebook advertising marketing classes and things really prepare their students for that kind of thing Uh, they they always say well yeah, they say, here's how you get your target market. Here's how much money you should spend. They talk about all the technical stuff, but I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are doing their first ads who get really blown away at how mean people can be. And they and oh, yeah. tend to focus on that, you know, too much to the detriment of their business because it's like, wait a minute, you didn't know how this worked, did you? That, that's just people you know, not really even being real. That's not how most of them even act in the real world. But when people get online... They're almost like a, an avatar in a virtual reality situation, and they feel like they can yeah. do and say anything. And a lot of people don't even care that that's tied to their personal profile, and they'll be held near in their kids and their pictures, and like yeah. their real life is right there. And but they still act a different way. And I think probably there's actually probably an, uh, a course in this somewhere, um, supplemental training for people who are doing who are putting themselves out there to just kind of become un and (laughs) And like when you speak on stage, you know, you do the same thing to just try to get people to understand what to fully expect and then to just deal with it. Like that's just the way the Internet works. The whole Internet has become YouTube comments. It used to just be YouTube that was this bad. Now it's everything. Like people have given up on you know, any place having 100% sense of decorum, morals, ethics, and things like that. And who, who even knows what that means based on what what kind of a culture you come from and things like that. So, you know, it's just kind of a free-for-all in that way. And I think once people get somebody who tells them that, like you do when you're speaking or, or when you're training, uh, it's really helps them in their business because they know. They're like, ah, she said that was going to happen. I'm going to blow this off because it means nothing to me, my goals, my dream, and everything else. Is that pretty close?
2: Yes, that is pretty close. And we have to remember, like, when people make these silly comments, it's not really about us. Essentially, it's about their fears and their own thoughts that are in their head because – They're just like either they're either jealous or they're fearful that they would love to do that, but they have no courage to get out there and put out something else. So they want to bash something, so it's not there. So it's not a reminder, oh, I couldn't be doing that same thing, but yes, I'm not doing it. So let me make a negative comment so they don't move forward, you know? So it's their own deal. Mm -hmm. It's not really about our pose. It's nothing to do with our pose, to be honest. Like, it's not. So when you said it.
0: Yeah, and also, mm-hmm. it's just they see a stage. If they see something successful, especially a sponsored post, uh, yeah. they know that that post is really popular. It's going out to a lot of people. People have picked up on that. People who don't know anything about Facebook advertising understand that if somebody's spending money and it says sponsored, that's going out to a big audience. You've given them a stage. And it's, it's yeah. so not about you. They're just like, hey, look, a stage where I can either make a fool of myself or, you know, Say something derogatory or whatever, and they're basically just jumping in front of your camera while you're trying to reach people, and they're trying to disrupt the flow, you know. But but not because they're trying to get in your way. It's just they see a stage and they want to go perform on it. And uh, yeah. and once I started looking at it like that, I was like, oh, okay. So there's no pressure here for individual business owners who are trying to make an impact and get out there. Because once you understand what those guys are really like and the psychology behind it, you're good to go. And you just keep going forward and you broke through that barrier and obviously you've come to the other side and uh, you're probably very proud of yourself for not letting that stuff get to you so that you could get to where you are today.
2: Yeah, I just laugh it off. I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's actually got their attention. My ad because uh, they're spending their precious time that they won't get back to actually make a comment. So therefore, <laughs> I'm, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so what do you, so? It's such a new world in so many ways, and I'm Gina, and I marvel about it all the time. How fast the internet changes, and even in the time that you've been doing this, uh, yeah, you've seen lots of great changes on the web, but I think a lot of people forget that human nature itself never changes, or it changes on a glacial, geologic, long, long, long arc. It doesn't, you know, humans don't just wake up one day and go, I'm going to change my operating system, or my algorithm like Facebook, or uh, where we hang out online. I mean, that kind of a drastic change never happens in the core human nature and so, people like you, I always, I always talk to people like you, and I'm like, no matter what happens on the web, no matter what changes with technology or, or anything else, you guys are built to roll with it because you were, you came on the internet when it was like that already. It was just constant, constant change, and you knew right, away, you were, you were conditioned to roll with whatever happened a lot more than us because we spent like. We spent like a decade where the web didn't change. It changed, and there was always something new, but not so fast. It, we had some time yeah. to breathe and think, and we even got bored. We even thought, man, it would be really great if Zuckerberg would open up Facebook so everybody could get on it. And we were tapping our fingers just like impatiently going, I've done everything I can do with my marketing today. There's nowhere else online to go unless I start bugging people really bad like repeating myself, because there wasn't that much to do. You you hit your five yeah. places, you went to your forums and your groups and your bulletin boards, and, you know, and you were done. And you wanted more, and we wanted more. And then all of a sudden, more came. It was like, holy crap, like really, really. And, and we have the Internet we do today, which is every five minutes, it's changing something. But I think that every the more I talk to people like you who came in in the middle of all of that happening, it was never like the old way for you. It's always been like this. And I feel like you guys are really resilient when, you, when you're when you marketing. You can handle all kinds of stuff because you don't expect anything to stay the same.
2: No, we don't. It's like you always got to keep updating and being what's next. And what was yesterday is not today. So that mentality, it keeps it. And it actually, I like it because it gets us more challenging. Like you say. maybe I will be bored and conforming to what it, it, it was and I, I don't want that. I'm a person that always trying to challenge myself and learn something new, reading a new book, implementing a new strategy on Facebook or trying different pictures or trying different methods in order to improve my campaign, in order to improve my business. So I like that way it changes because it makes our business better, you know? So yeah. I like that.
0: Well, you, you, you're also somebody who is trained to look out, to, to look ahead and try to gauge where things are going so you can be there before they get there. Like if you can get yeah. there before everybody else does, you'll be like, hey, welcome to my world. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. as much as possible, a smart marketer wants to do that. You want to be at the crest of the wave and you want to make sure that, you know, you catch as many in the biggest part of that new thing as you possibly can because that's the easiest fishing in the world is to get to the best fishing hole before everybody else does. And then we can totally thrive once everybody gets there. And, but if you're always looking ahead, so what does it look like for you? What, do you? what are the kinds of things you look for when you know change is coming? You know that there's always an opportunity about to surface, but if you're not aware, you'll miss it and somebody else will get it. What's that look like in your world? What do you look out for when you're looking for opportunities or just opening yourself up to be aware so that if an opportunity comes, you, you're there to notice it?
2: Well, uh, one thing that you have to always be constantly be working on your business. That's our number one thing because if you're not up to date with your business, like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he always puts updates. I don't know if they're sometimes they're weekly or he'll change something. The algorithm might change or even the platform. So you have to be constantly. You don't have to sit in, like, hours in front of the computer. That's the, the great thing about having the online world, you can, but at least if you're doing it in a constant basis so you know something has changed. And also join different groups or forums that are Facebook advertising their groups or, like, gurus that have mastered their – you always want to, like, they have mastered the way that they promote their market, so they – Somehow, also know maybe there might be a step, and you also want to associate with somebody that's a step ahead of you so you can be right where you can be like trying to achieve where they are. So, I joined different forums where they discuss different strategies that have come out and be like, Oh, new flash, this came out new, or oh, new this came out, this is new thing that you can implement, which is great because then if you're constantly up to date, you constantly know what the change is, so you'll prepare. And you want to associate with those people that they can't, kind of like. They already know what's going on, so you can get to their level and always look ahead. That's what I think. Yeah. That's my best. Associating with people that are masterminding on Facebook or on strategies of advertisement online. Yeah.
0: You know, it reminds me of uh, how much we used to create things, um, training for people. Uh, like affiliate marketers, uh, joint venture training, Gina did an awful lot of. And we had, when the Internet was a little slower, we had some time to develop things. Uh, and and then we could sell them for a while before they we ever needed to go back and make some updates because the Internet changed and something about our training would didn't have to change to uh, account for that. Nowadays, it feels like, I'm very I'm very uh, aware that you know something like mob and when they put their training together or anybody who puts training together it, that's just a moving target now because it's like they have to be prepared to change and go with the flow and it almost feels like sometimes committing anything to writing or committing anything to a long video series as if you're going to be able to keep that curriculum and training and everything going for any length of time before something changes materially with the technique that you were teaching or the the, the service that you were on, uh, you know, Facebook loves to destroy people's training <laughs> by just making a tweak in their algorithm, and it's like, oh crap, yeah. I can't do this anymore, I and mean, my product, unless I update it, is worthless now. Or people, yeah. the the ones who are not very ethical, just keep selling their product and they don't update it, but. How, how does that work in your world where you're trying to keep – I know when you're speaking, you can just adjust, and you can say, here's the new thing, if, if, if that comes up. But what about the stuff that's um, – these big training programs like MOBE, how do they keep up with, with all of this stuff? Because it's always changing.
2: Well, the C, uh, the CEO Matt, the creator of Mo, the founder of Mo, uh Matt Lloyd, he has done an excellent job when it comes to. He has a whole team or whole squad, like just ready to update what's happening. And the best thing about the online world is not like a book, so you have to re- physically rewrite right. the whole book and put it out there. It's easier. Yes, it's still like the, he could update it, but just writing, rewriting the whole site or rewriting the program or maybe tweaking it here and there. So the best thing, of, and that's, the, I guess, the beauty of the online world. There's no physical things that you need to do, and then you're spending a bunch of money just to re-change it or update it. Instead, you just do it easily online and change the wording, maybe change whatever needs to be updated, and send it out. Again, as an email. We, like, update, you know, this is what's happening, and get his whole team on board. Um, so, honestly, like, we have a big advantage now than um, the millennials so or us and even yourself, just. Yeah, because everything is updated online. It's so quick and easy. Yeah, like you want it right now, so it's done right now. And his team is excellent on doing that. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's also, I think I've seen a change as well where people, when they put together programs, they put more general programs together. So it gives them a little bit of wiggle room. When one part of the program needs to be updated or tweaked, it doesn't kind of sideline the whole thing. They just go and update and tweak what they need to, and yes. you get big programs like Mob, and, and it's affiliate training. It's like in general, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can fall under affiliate training, <laughs> you know, affiliate marketing, yeah. joint ventures, yeah. advertising. So that gives everybody a buffer nowadays to be able to go, okay, Facebook totally screwed the pooch on this one. We're, we're going to need to completely revamp something that we do. But that's just one part of what Mob teaches Essentially, I don't know if it is or not, but as an example, that would be like one part of what they would teach and it doesn't bring down the whole program uh, around yeah. them because I've, I've seen marketers stop trying to do training around one little technique or system. And they and you can tell they're in a hurry when they do because they're like, I don't know how long this is going to be viable. So I need to have a great big launch. i got I got to sell as many of these as I can because I don't know how long this is going to last. And right. and that's like the launch or perish kind of situation. After that goes down, you've got to come up with a whole new product. And I think a lot of people just got burnt out on that stuff and just stopped doing it. And hence, you have these more bigger, solid programs like MOBE who are out there and, and taking a more general approach so that they can catch uh, all of these things as they come and that they don't have to be like exposed too much by it. Like, uh-oh, what are we going to do now? I don't think Mob has a situation like that or big training programs like that these days and I think a lot of people like that
2: no yeah yeah like I said it's a good thing that he it's generalized in a way that it could just update certain things here and there but it's not going to shut down the whole entire training you know so which is awesome yeah is great for our, our affiliates because then we will go down with Mobe, you know
0: well so. speaking more about I know a little bit about mob and and uh and it's just this big global thing and and oh what's this what's this What's the status of it now in terms of growth? Let's, talk of, let's pretend like you're Elon Musk and, uh, and you're in charge of the whole thing. I mean, you're an insider. You can give us a little bit of a scoop of what's the health of the business? What's it like? It's, is there still opportunity for people to be affiliates with Mobe and, and be really successful? And, or is it, has it reached some sort of an apex? What, what do you feel about all of that?
2: Well, uh, Mob, eh, this is Mob is insane because Mob started, uh, I believe, in 2008. Uh, he's, uh, Matt Lloyd was the one that founded the company, and it's been such a big growth. I mean, he, uh, right now, I'm just reading right now, he paid over $100 million in commission, paid out in counting. It's still going up. Right now, it's $104 wow. million. Insane. Wow. To affiliate. It's one of the top uh, high-paying affiliate marketing out there. So now Matt Lloyd, he, 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 I, I mean, that guy is brilliant because he's always upping his game. Now not, now he opened up the market to the uh, English-speaking company. Is there opportunity? Hell yeah, there's a lot of opportunity. And now he's opening mm-hmm. to the Spanish-Latin community, which is great for myself because I speak Spanish. So now we're opening into a whole different world. Is the company going to grow? Definitely. Wow. Definitely. There is such a big Yeah, and big being there right when
0: that happened, for you to be, yeah. to be standing there right when that happened and go, wait, I saw what happened in this country. I saw what happened in this country, and now it's going to happen again in this country, and this is my world. This is where I shine. This is where – and you, I bet you just staked your claim on that right away, right?
2: Yeah, I am. I, I actually reached out to Matt. I'm like, let's do this, you know? And I'm very excited because now I, in a way that I see it, it's like I get to bring this opportunity to my Latin world, to the my Spanish community, you know. Because this opportunity being brought out, I mean, if you think about over a hundred, to think about over a hundred million dollars to be paid to the English speaking community. Imagine to the Spanish one, because they're out there. A lot of investors, a lot of dreamers, a lot of go getters out there in Spain, Mexico. Uh, Cuba, Peru, anywhere, you know, and this is going to be offered worldwide. That's the beauty of the online world. It's not going to stop just in one set uh, place. It's going to expand all over the world. So the company is about to explode even even, even, uh, um, even, more than what it is right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I think somebody would, would make like a mistake, sort of like when um, the Amazon got to a certain size and a lot of people were like, okay, well, I'm going to take my money out of here because... They've obviously gone as far as they can go, or how much bigger can this get, or is it a bubble? And people who said that about Amazon in two thousand eight would have had quite a an ulcer or a headache right now if they had taken their money yeah. out because it just people don't understand how, how big big is, I don't think. And like I think they make snap decisions based on maybe their own businesses, but also certainly others looking from the outside in. Look how many people made such a mistake with Bitcoin. Saying, oh, it's okay. never going to go over a thousand. That's stupid. It's not even real money. It's not going over a thousand. And yeah. <laughs> look at it now. It's like, and all the yeah. people who stuck to it were ridiculed. They were like, you, you're you stupid. You're stupid for putting your money in there or your time into that because that thing's never going to take off. And, you know, yeah, there's risk involved, sure, but there is with everything. And there are just some people who are like, you know what? I'm going to ride this out and see how it goes. And, Most people just tend to vastly underestimate how big something can get or what, you know, like being able to look at something and understand the momentum that's truly behind it and the potential that's truly in front of it. And, you know, and then there's people like you who are like, are you crazy? This is, you don't even understand. (laughs) So I like talking to people like you because you broaden our listeners' idea of what big is.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I started online marketing in January, uh, without no knowledge of how to even promote or put an ad online, and I guess I invested in my mentor, and I got myself involved in this company. But honestly, I worked in a hospital, and I I work sometimes uh, per week. I work more than 100 hours, um, a hundred hours just because I'm supervised doing double shifts. But I barely made. I mean. A hundred k a year, I, if anything, one hundred and five. But I mean, just to share from where I started till now, we're almost mid December. I made over four hundred thousand in commission, which is in, insane. Like who makes that amount of money? And you know, that's, just that's four years of
0: work in your old job. That's four years of your life in the old job.
2: Exactly. Like in this kid, I mean, my mentor, he's 23 years old, and he's made already two million in commission in this company in two years. So it's insane. It's just how fast it's growing. You can see when he started two years ago, of course, the growth was very slower because the company was just starting or getting its momentum. And now the company is going. My just from learning from what he has taught me, I expedited my whole. A success process, which is insane, and just like now that we're opening to a whole different world, just this is—it's beyond, you know. So you don't people get scared, nervous, or you know—it's just kind just of believe and have faith in yourself, and just go for it and try it out, you know. Worst thing you can do is like they say—you got you're gonna fall forward, but at least you're moving somewhere instead of sitting in the same spot, you know. Yeah, that's it.
0: Well, this this might be interesting to listeners too. It, it would be really interesting to me because I don't do. I don't. I don't. I haven't done any marketing programs or anything where it was anything other than general audience. But I never read like country specific too much. Well, okay. Just in general, and don't give away any of your secrets if you don't want to or whatever. Just, but in general, what? How does your focus change when you see Latin America is coming on, and you've been doing what you've been doing? What sorts of adjustments did you make? And you can be general here if you want, but just give us a flavor for what, like, what do you think? How do you think differently about your ads? Because you don't even use the same copy necessarily because you've you got people who you can be more specific with in, in certain ways than you could in ads that you would do to, say, North America or uh, 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 other European countries or things. So how much of a shift do you feel like you need to make or opportunities that you feel like you can see just by opening up new Places like this, just huge, giant opportunities like this.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, bottom line, I, I think, like, regardless of what people come from, um, this, is for, this is my train of thought when I think about it. Like, regardless, okay, if we take off what country you came from, you're still a human. What do you desire? You desire freedom to spend more time with your family, and that is the key where I associate myself Point blank. That's where I aim for. We all are, we all want freedom. Mm-hmm. So whether you are from Peru or from North America or from India, they all want to spend more time with their family, doing the things they love to do, and not sitting and working for somebody else. So I connect myself to that. It doesn't matter what country you're from. So my tactic is still the same. Go for go for the inside out. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, yeah. A- well, it's true. And- That's
0: a really good way to look at it because there's a lot of people who would go, oh. I don't know how to market over here, as if it's a whole new species of, of uh, a whole new you know part of the human. But you're right. Everybody is human, and everybody has the same desires. And I think in every place around the world, I don't know if there's a utopia anywhere, but excluding that, if there is, everybody feels a little bit less free than they would like to. And yes. um a little bit too dependent on their banks and their, their their economic systems and um you know, and most people in most countries are some sort of a wage slave in that everybody's waking up to the idea that just because you're free to go to the store and drive a car and all of these things, if you're working for somebody, you don't know how long they're gonna want to keep you. You don't know if they'll cut your pay you have way too much uncertainty in a world where we used to think that that was certainty and it was solid. I have a job and I'll always have my job as long as I do a good job. And my company would never, ever let me go. And I'll, Well, that, that goose has flown. <laughs> like that's gone. People don't uh, innately trust the companies they work for. And I imagine that that's a kind of a global phenomenon. It's not just here in the United States or in other countries where people have long since given up hope that, you know they're going to keep their job at a company all their life like they used to, and graduate and get a, or graduate, uh, retire and get a watch. So there's a lot of insecurity. It would probably be it probably translates to all over the world. People would like to have more security and more freedom.
2: Yes, that that's that's true. So if we connect to that, it doesn't matter. That's we all long for freedom of time. Whether you're a big uh, you know CEO, you want the freedom of time to do what you want to do. You know, and work for yourself. Everybody wants to work for themselves. Everybody, but people don't know how to because we were trained in the school system to work for someone else. We weren't trained how to save, how to retire, how to invest, how to start your own business. We were just trained how to be a machine and work for someone else. That's how we were trained, unfortunately. Yeah. Our whole school system is great. If you, it's great if you want to be a doctor. You go there and you learn because we need doctors. But if you want to do, mm-hmm. be you know, free, your own thing, you don't really need all the stuff that we learn, it's not necessary anymore.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah. appreciate that my doctor and my lawyer all uh, went to school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I don't, and my, you know, and to a, a great extent also my veterinarian uh, for my pets and yeah. things. But <laughs> it really starts to drop off after that. And there's so many people yeah. in the world proving, and you among them, that um, you can really chart your own path. It's strange. I've been reading – I don't know if you read this book, uh, uh, Ready Player One. Um, No. uh, But uh, you might want to check that out. You might want to put that on your list to check out because it's just about the free thinking, and it's also how humans have to break free in their thinking. Um, It's about 80s and gaming and all that kind of stuff, but what I got out of it were the subtext messages. And um, the kid went to this online world, And he was poor in the real world, very, very, very poor, and didn't know where his next food was ever coming from or anything like that. And he carried that attitude into this world where you could do anything and be anything and be anybody and make money in a whole bunch of different ways and all this stuff. He was still a poor kid in the beginning in that world where you could do anything. And I kept thinking about people that I've consulted with and clients and things like that uh, over over the years. I'm like, This is the Internet. You can do anything. You can create anything here. Everything is possible. And I wasn't just saying you can be president, you know, like people tell their kids and stuff. I was like, I was showing people how it was done. Here's how you can create anything out of almost thin air. And people would bring their poverty attitude to it or their lack mentality to it and go, no. I'm like, you guys can't do that. This is a world where you truly can, (laughs) you know, and then there's people like you who just come on and go, yep, I totally understand that. And you take off like a yeah. rocket.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's because it, it, it's funny. You want to learn how to blog? Go online and research. Everything is there, Mr. Google. You know, go ask Mr. Google. You can find anything. There's no excuses. You don't have money. You can, you know, you can do an internship for some guy, CEO, and he can teach you, experience you, get paid. You know what I mean? Like, honestly there's no excuse. Uh, it, I always say that just you got to get up and take action. Decide, commit, and execute. I always say decide to do something different for yourself. Commit yourself that you're going to actually do it and then take action, you know, because it doesn't count if you're just yeah. wishing hope to go anywhere.
0: How many times yeah. when you started did, did you fail a little micro fail, like you tried something with an ad or you tried something out and you were just guessing because you didn't know, but you you want to poke at something until you figure out if it either works or it doesn't. How many times did you do little failures and how did that affect you? Did you keep going and never, ever let it bother you or how do you handle that?
2: Yeah, because there were times at night when I was exhausted from working all day and then now I sit there and I'm trying to place an ad and now it's not working. Something just went wrong or something changed that I wasn't aware. So now I'm sitting there. It's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I want to go to bed. I'm exhausted. But yeah, though, and then if frustration comes into me, I'm wiping my tears off my face, but I was like, I have to look on the bigger picture. I was like, okay, well, I step away, and I come back, and I say, try again. Let's do this again. So you always want to try, try, try again, because you don't know how close you're, you know, to hitting gold. So I there were a lot of times, like every other day, I'm going to tell you, like every other day, I felt like this is it. I'm going to throw in the towel. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to yeah. have a loan in the but I'd push myself and thank God I did, you know? And that's how you, you know, that's how strength builds. You got to keep moving. You got to keep doing it. So yeah,
0: I did feel a lot of times they're like
2: not working
0: out. But let's, let's get right down into that. Like that's the day you're super tired. You're, you know, a lot of people say I turned it around and I finally did it, but tell us a little bit more about what that really felt like. Like, because oh I don't want anybody looking at this and going, well, she's different than me. She she knows something more than me. She's got more intestinal fortitude. She's somehow better than me, and that's why she could do it, and I couldn't. But what did it really feel like to pick yourself up and just do it? Because I know it wasn't very easy, right? It probably hurt a lot to keep going when you were, everything was screaming at you to quit. Yeah,
2: honestly, like, um, so I am So I'll paint the picture like I'm coming home and I had a horrible day because patients sometimes they're, you know, sick and why not? Things happening at the office. So I come back and I just sit in front of my computer Now I'm trying to place an ad. It's 11 o'clock at night and thing is not working out. I spent two hours setting everything and then when I'm about to launch it, Facebook says, not approved, this is not correct, you need to redo it. Now I'm like thinking, it's... It's almost 1 o'clock. I want to go to sleep. I have to wake up the next day early, go back and do go to, go to the hospital or go back to do what I have to do. And I'm like, I want to go to bed. And then I'm like, yeah. if I don't launch it, if I didn't launch it that day, my aunt, then I have to wait three, three more days or so. So now I'm very frustrated. And now the frustration gets to my head that tears are falling down my face. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Either I'm like, well, if I just push it, and I'm like, just Rosanna. So I have to like take a moment it's good to take a step back, take a deep breath, and go again, and just try. Because you know, if you don't do it now, you're probably going to put it off and not going to get it done. So I put it. I honestly, all those moments when I just couldn't do it, I have to find the inner inside of me to always focus on the bigger goal. And even though it's such like my bed is so comfortable, I just want to go lay there, but I have to get it, <laughs> get, it, get, it, get it done. Get it done, you know? Like sometimes just get it done. So I would talk to myself, like I said. At one point, my mind was my biggest enemy, you know, uh, but now my po- my mind has become my biggest cheerleader that cheers me on and says, you can do it. Do it again. Don't give up. Don't give up. So it's not, yeah. but you have to well, find the inner
0: a... Yeah, once you prove that to yourself, doesn't it get easier? I did this before. Yes. I felt like this before. The bed was calling me before, and when I pushed through, I got a reward, a big one. And, oh, yeah. and it's it's got to get easier. It's never always the same every single time, right? Because you have past experience to guide you and make you feel better about choices you made to go further before that you were rewarded for, right?
2: Of course. Like, honestly, like, to be, like I said, I was referenced, like, to be, I always picture myself where I came from with the, I mean, to be close to the point where you're about to die to now. It's like, if I made it there, there's nothing else, you know, there's, obstacles and challenges that will come here and there that I'm not, that it's new to me. But I know that I, honestly, since I was young, I I accomplished a lot of challenges. And we all have, honestly, I'm just like you. So it doesn't matter where you come from. You can find the inner strength and see how you have done before and use that tactics to move forward.
0: So what's your future... What's, what's your mental powerhouse going to take you to next? What's your future? And you can also talk about the wilderness stuff. I'm also kind of a wilderness freak. I was in nonprofits all through the 90s and uh, worked oh. with Dave Foreman and and, uh, and uh, Paul Watson, the Sea Shepherds, and things like that. Um, and we were always out showing people, you know, how to appreciate wilderness, how not to die in wilderness, how to hike and, and track animals, yeah. wildlife, and, and all that. So, like, I didn't want to glom onto that at the beginning of the show, or we might only talk about that because you're really passionate about it too. <laughs> but, yeah. like, what's the future hold for you now that you know how freedom works? And now, now that you know that you never have to go back to anything you don't want. You, you are a self-determined human being, and your future is what you make of it. You know that, and you're making it now. What kinds of things do you see in it? Well,
2: I'm, I'm 32 years old, so I have a whole, I, I appreciate every breath now, but I have a whole life to live. So now when it comes to my hiking adventures, I did start my group in New York, which is called Walking in the Wild Dash Hiking. And for that, I want to grow that, that I guess I can call it uh, a hobby or a gathering of humans. I, I'm that, that is going to grow. I see it. I'm probably going to be, uh, you know, advertising online and use my skills that I learn in this affiliated marketing to brand that part of the side. But I also want to another thing for me as a female. I want to uh, go out there and empower females on the world and share my passion for hiking and tell them how my lifestyle, you know, my desire to have a better lifestyle, has let me to be in front of them and go. And my goal and my vision is to empower. Latinos, females, and just humans to get out of their comfort zone and actually do what they love to do, so I see my business growing uh, in the online marketing world and also as a top female speaker because I want to be the Tony Robbins, but in the female side, so I see myself that happening very soon, so yeah, and wow. I, anyone anyone out there listening to me, I came from Peru. Um, My grandmother didn't even know Spanish. She was from the mountains. So that woman is my biggest example of leadership or entrepreneurship as a female. So just having that said, I mean, I didn't have my parents when I was young. I had my grandmother. So all these challenges just makes you stronger. I am not different from anyone listening to this. I am just the same as Steve Jobs So it is big guys because they have the same equipment, which is your brain. So use that to empower yourself and move forward. Try something new doesn't matter if you fail. Clap for yourself and keep moving forward. Yeah.
0: That is awesome. Where can people find out more about you and uh, and hang out with you so that they don't lose this mojo that they feel today listening to you on the show?
2: Sure. Um, Well, currently I'm building my site. But uh, they could find me on Facebook, of course, if I'm there. Uh, my name is Fel R O S S A N A, and my last name is Dejo, which starts with the T as in Tom E W L O. Or they can email me at rosana um, at rosanatello dot com, and we can connect. We can definitely hike. I do have my hiking group on Facebook, which is called once again Walking in the Wild Ash Hikings. And if you guys are ever around New York, I take a lot of people hiking, so. Let's do this, you know, because the world is like, all right,
1: monster,
2: conquer everything.
0: Rosanna, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was really awesome. And again, just if anybody's a regular listener, boy, these things come out of left field, don't they, Gina? <laughs> and we always yeah. have so much fun. I mean, <laughs> any, listeners,
2: um, any listeners that want to connect and learn about affiliated marketing or hiking, just Shoot me a message, I'm available and we can get this thing done. But thank you guys for having me on the show. Thank you for your time.
1: And we will be back same time, same place next week. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.